everyone. Um, welcome to Kyla's Corner. Um, intro pending progress because we don't have one yet because I don't know what goes with that. Um, anyways, I'm Kyla. Um, I have a special guest on this podcast. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yo, my name is Braxton. I go by Brax. Very nice. Okay, <laughs> so we're talking about like relationships, 2023, college, why relationships are the way they are. Um, so do you want to kickstart it? Um, I would say just relationships in general, not even just in college, but just in the world right now, just in a really shaky and rocky place. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people got a lot of unrealistic expectations on what a relationship mm-hmm. is supposed to be, mm-hmm. and they don't really understand that, like, people are people, people are not perfect, and so I guess a lot of people look on TV or TikTok or whatever they look at, and they see like, oh, I want to be like such and such and such and such. Such and such and such and such got issues, too, mm-hmm. and they don't understand that. It's a lot of stuff that goes into a relationship and making it work. That's true, but I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> but I also feel like people, and I was thinking about this last night, set, like, high standards for relationships, mm-hmm. but then they have low expectations of how it's going to really work. Yeah. If that makes sense, because, like, me and my relationships, I have, like, super high standards for the people that I want to talk to, people that I want to date. But then I go into it with a very, oh, this person is shit. It's not going to work <laughs> mine. <laughs> and I keep it pushing, you know? Yeah. Um, I can agree with that. I would say um, in some of the relationships that I've been like in, I wouldn't say my standards are too high. I would kind of say, I don't know. It's just, relationships are weird. Like, a lot of people come with a lot of different baggage mm-hmm. and, like, I guess we just came out of the pandemic. Everybody not as healed as they used used to be, want mm-hmm. to be, and we in college, so it's kind of like it's it's like very it's like this weird little time. Like we kind of adults, not really, mm-hmm. but we expected to be adults and have our shit together. But don't nobody really got their shit together a hundred percent. Oh my gosh. Okay, so since you say that, <laughs> do you think people have to heal? Before they get into a new relationship, or fuck yes, or okay, you already said <laughs> fuck okay. yes. Okay, why, bro? Like, because everybody, it's like this. Like everybody got their weird nooks and crannies. Like mm-hmm. everybody's their own individual, and everybody, it's just like this. Like if you irritated one day, you not gonna be your best person, mm-hmm. just in general. And so it's like if you. I guess I'll look at being not healed as being, like, irritated or having, like, I don't say something wrong, but, like, you're not your best self. And so if you're not your best self, it's just like anything else. If you can't put your best foot forward in general, how are you going to put your best foot forward with somebody else? That's true. Dang. Maybe I'm a bad person. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay, not that I'm a bad person, but I, like, before, like, my previous relationship, I was all holy, healing, and whole, whatever whatever you want to say. But, like, I don't know. I think, for some reason, and maybe it's just my mind and mm-hmm. how Kyla's mind functions, and whoever's listening to this, take this one a grain of salt and don't listen to me. <laughs> um, I think sometimes, yes, you have to heal before. There's a fly in here, y'all, and it's, like, really aggravating. Hold on the mic, everything. I feel like, yes, you should heal before you get into a new relationship. But I feel like you also bring 
baggage into a new relationship in the context of, oh, this past partner did this to me, so now I got to keep my guard up because now they're about to do it to me, but then they might not, if that makes sense. That's like a common thing that happened when like just people that, I want I'll be hesitant to use the word like victims, but mm-hmm. just kind of like people that go through something that's kind of traumatic. Mm-hmm. It's just like a natural thing. It's kind of like you put your hand on the stove, you get burnt. You don't want to. I ain't put my whole hand on that <laughs> stove. You're just gonna be like stoves. What the fuck? <laughs> Hell no. Nah. But like, it's it's weird because it's like being in a relationship is kind of you have to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And like I know this, especially like with me. It's hard as hell to be vulnerable, like especially as like a as a dude. Mm-hmm. Like vulnerability is very like tricky because it's kind of like you be vulnerable about vulnerable about the wrong thing, you could you know you could fuck up something new by mm-hmm. being too vulnerable too soon if that makes sense. And if but at the same time it's like if you're not vulnerable at all, you Mister Nonchalant nigga, and like <laughs> <laughs> that's a problem too. Like it's. It's just, like, a weird, like, push and pull. That's fair. I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I always love a man's perspective sometimes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I feel like a lot of men aren't vulnerable because of possibly, one, how they grew up. So Mm -hmm. even if they were raised by a woman, they always had that one man figure that was, like, vulnerability Mm -hmm. is weakness. You can't cry. Yeah, you can't show you. (laughs) 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 That's That's how it be. And I also feel like people, well, men, aren't as vulnerable in this generation because vulnerability is seen as weakness. And if you're vulnerable, you're soft. Or if you're too lovey-dovey, you're soft. And when it comes to a relationship, when girls see, like, hey, like, he's a hard ass. Like, I don't want to be with him. Then it just, like, (laughs) messes it up for everyone. But then I feel like not all people who present to be nonchalant are as nonchalant behind closed doors. And when I say that, like, you could meet a nonchalant person, but then, like, whenever you're – this is targeted, I guess. Whenever you're in the relationship with the nonchalant person, they're all, like, lovey-dovey and stuff, Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah, it's like – I know for me, like, I guess I would kind of fit in that nonchalant box to an extent. Um – most people that are nonchalant usually are just kind of have an avoidant attachment style, mm-hmm. and they just are afraid of that vulnerability. Mm-hmm. But then when they feel like it's comfortable, they come out of their show 100%. And, like, it's fun, but it's also very scary because mm-hmm. it's kind of like you were front office nonchalant, whatever you want to call it, for a reason. Then you start to kind of trust again. And then if it doesn't work out, you'd be like, oh, see, well, this is why I was this way in the first place. This is why. And then you just, re- like, regress back into who you used to be or, like, that unhealed version of yourself. Trust issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which aren't bad, I guess. I feel like trust issues help you keep your guard up to not get hurt. Yeah. But then, and I've always had this fear um, since... March. Yeah, since March. Um, I was talking to some friends, one of them being in this room, and just basically like with like okay, so say you're in a relationship and then like it doesn't work out, da da da, whatever, whatever. And then the right person comes 
and your guard's just up and everything. And it's like, oh, like, I really, like, messed it up because they were the right person, but I didn't know it because I kept my guard up so long. And then yeah. now we're not. It's like you missed out. Yeah, you missed out. And sometimes I think it's like a you missed out thing. But then also I think it's like if they are the right person, they'll come around again. Because I believe to a certain extent, like, right person, wrong time, or wrong time, right person. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like you can meet a person who is, like, the best person for you, and it be the wrong time you don't work out or whatever the case may be within friendships or relationships. But then I also feel like you can – the opposite, because I forgot what I just said. (laughs) I really did. My mind just went blank. No, I got you. Um, Yeah. I I had one of those, too, recently. Where it kind of felt like I was, it was, I don't know, it, it gets tricky. Like, every relationship is different. But I kind of felt like I was being too, too guarded. And then, like, I probably should have been vulnerable. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, it gets it gets weird because it's kind of like, it's. I feel like there's a lot of mental gymnastics that's involved in relationships, especially nowadays, like, Cause a lot of people, they just you think they not you think they somebody that they're not, mm-hmm. and then you find out that they're the person that you thought they were, mm-hmm. whether that be good or bad. And it's kind of like it's look at it like it's like you playing chess, mm-hmm. like it's kind of like you got to be careful who you playing with. You got to watch the moves of the other player, but at the same time you got to recognize that even though it's like chess, it's not chess. It's this is the other person you're playing or involved with. If that, that makes true. sense. Yeah, that makes sense. So, like, thinking about your feelings, but also thinking about their feelings yeah. as well. Which is fair. So, like, in college, because I mentioned this on, like, my first episode. There's a freaking fly in here, it's y'all. <laughs> and, like, it's pissing me off. And I want a floss water. Okay, so, like, I get off track a lot. Mm. So, whenever I was little... <laughs> And growing up in the country and being at my grandma's house, you know how like, grandparents always keep like the front door open. Mm-hmm. So flies. Keep going in out the house. Yeah. <laughs> so. Got it. <laughs> so flies. That was me hitting the table. Um. So flies will always come in the house, and me being this like seven year old little Kyla, beads in my hair, tiny little person. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Because <laughs> I know you're picturing me doing this. Um, I would, I'm not a cynical person whatsoever, by wh- whatever it means. I would, like, fill the sink up with dishwater and then catch a fly in my hand and then put the fly in the water. It's not cynical. That's just, like, <laughs> you just drowning. <laughs> you just drowning insects? No. <laughs> okay. You either drown the fly or you hit it with a fly swatter. I feel like quick and easy is a better <laughs> way than just, like... <laughs> Watching them. <laughs> that's crazy. Okay. But like, it's no. no. I got you though. I got you though. Hey, I know someone that's like drowned a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna make spice them, but <laughs> that was very funny. Showing signs. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> no. Okay. Sorry. I just had to say that because that was like in my head as I'm seeing this fly fly across the room. I never get reactions like that. I just get reactions like you're from the country, so that's normal. But you know. I'm kind of from the country, semi kinda. Like Where are you I, from? I'm from Michigan, but like in uh the state. 
Yeah. Like, it's a small town in Albion. It's literally just, just the country. Mm. Yeah. Like, you, you think of Michigan, you just think cold, like, lakes, cars. But, like, it's it's country everywhere you go. Like, my grandfolks, like, my grandparents, they all in the country, town homes, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, like, most of my summers I would kind of spend, like, with them. Mm-hmm. It ain't nothing in the country. Nothing? <laughs> nothing. So... Did you go to Michigan up there for university and didn't come here? Or you've always come here? No, I've always been here. Really? Like, um, I'm from Michigan, but I moved to North Carolina when I was nine. Okay. Lived in Charlotte for two, three years. Then I went, lived in Michigan, or Winston, mm-hmm. from middle school and high school. Mm-hmm. And then, like, got the scholarship to run here for, like, track and shit here. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I prefer Michigan to, to North Carolina, though. Oh, Please yeah, explain. <laughs> Go ahead. North Carolina is just it's it's too slow. It's too slow. Like that's fair. I like I like the fast paced lifestyle. Like I'm the type of person where like I like to grind constantly twenty four seven. And like I've noticed just like in the South, like it's more so like relaxed. Mm-hmm. Like that's like I notice like people coming from New York to like to Charlotte or here and there, like they say like the same thing too, like it's just a different pace. But yeah, yeah, I say that, and only, and I've been here for how old am I? Twenty? I've been here for seventeen years. Not that I have any memory of the first three. Um, wow, I always hear that when people like move from some a different state to mm-hmm. North Carolina. My first question is always, why North Carolina? Um, I think my pa- it was during the recession. Okay, so I think like my parents. I don't I don't remember exactly why, but like I think they both got laid off and they're like, Yeah, we gotta uh I think my dad got a job here. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a like an alternative school called like the Keys of Carolina. It's something he was like the he worked there and then my mom, she's working at like a college. Okay. And so like we just kinda we was up in here and we was just just I guess life had to change, so mm-hmm. we had to change with it. Interesting. I don't meet a lot of out of town people, so it's very interesting when I do. Yeah. Um. Oh my gosh. Okay. What was I about to say? I was about to start another. I was about to start <laughs> something. Oh. Okay. Before I'm about to say this before I started talking about that freaking fly. Um. Okay. So I've said this on like my. I asked this question on my last podcast, mm-hmm. but I was also in this room by myself, so I didn't have anyone to ask me <coughs> to. Do you think relationships, at least, either in college or in this generation, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. don't work because of the two people in the relationship or the surrounding environment or both? No, bro. Social media ruin relationships. Social media ruin fucking everything. Everybody think they supposed to be, like, a millionaire at, like, like 21 years old, mm-hmm. and, like, everybody got that expectation that you're just supposed to have, like, hella bread, and you're supposed to go on hella vacations, and you're supposed to get spoiled 24-7, and it's like, we all in college, mm-hmm. we all got tuition, bills to pay, mm-hmm. we supposed to be broke, <laughs> like, it's college, you're not supposed to have, like, loads of money unless you're doing stuff that you're not supposed to. I mean, <laughs> like, well. uh, like, unless you, uh, for real, though, like, that's, that's real, like. We get money in different places. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, but, and I will say this from a personal experience, I feel like because, okay, so me, personally, mm. and people who know me, who listen to this podcast, they don't know this part because they don't know re- the relationship side of me. So this is brand new for people. I'm not a person 
like if I get into a relationship with someone, mm-hmm. I'm not a person that's like, oh my gosh, like give me flowers, don't take me on you. You know, I'm not a type of person. I'm very much a we can chill, watch a movie, drive around, go shopping, whatever, whatever. But I also feel like once it gets to that point of where we don't have to do the things mm-hmm. that like lovey dovey couples do, I feel like it gets to a point of boringness. Mm-hmm. I guess you could say not boringness, but just like just because I say I don't want this. I still want it, if that makes sense. And I don't know if that's yeah. the thing of like, like do the stuff you got to do what you did to get her. Yes. Is the same stuff you do to keep her. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I agree with that. Like, I agree. Definitely. You, the treatment shouldn't change. Like you mm-hmm. should always treat your partner like you love them no matter what. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that like, I think communication is healthy as well. And like, like I, I recognize that like, some stuff should just kind of be implicit in relationships. Like, hey, get your girl some flowers. Like, let's mm-hmm. go out to eat. Let's plan some dates. Like, do some stuff like that. Like, be fun. Like, I'm I'm all with that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying just, oh, yeah, we stand in the house. We watching straight up movies. Mm-hmm. Don't ask for nothing because you're not. Like, I'm not, I'm not that type. But I notice, like, sometimes girls that I've been involved with don't always communicate what they feel or what they want. And then it's kind of like, I guess from a guy's perspective, how the hell are you supposed to, like, read another person's mind mm-hmm. if, like, they're, like, I don't know. It's just, it gets weird. Yeah. I feel like communication is hard sometimes mm-hmm. with a guy because you don't want to be just, like, nagging all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just like can see from the front of mine. You don't want to be nagging all the time and it's just like you asked for this and like you want this and it's just like, oh, I'm nagging him. It's like mm-hmm. let me not ask for this and like let me not communicate. Even it's like you can't read our minds, of course. Mm-hmm. But it's just like you're nagging, so then well we think we're nagging, so then we don't ask. Yeah. No, that's that's definitely real. That's why like I've noticed with me now, like when I start to get involved with somebody like talking to, like I say I would kind of have, like, that openness up front on what we kind of, like, expect from, like, one another. Mm -hmm. Like, once it gets to that point, like, of course, like, you don't get somebody's number and be like, okay, I want this, I want this, I want (laughs) this. But, like, once you kind of get to that level, like, we kind of have, like, a a mutual understanding of what we want out of, like, this relationship and how, like, we can, like, complement each other and help each other reach our, like, individual goals. And, like, sometimes I see that, like, especially, like, in, like, nowadays, like, not even just my situation. Like, people kind of, people, they don't necessarily move with a goal in mind. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess, at this age, I think for me, not just for me, maybe not for everybody, but, like, my biggest focus is, like, purpose. Mm-hmm. And finding your purpose and chasing that goal and chasing the purpose. And not all the time. I don't have, like, a whole bunch of time to be spent towards stuff that's not, you know, I guess improvement or improving my life. And, like, sometimes people people get lost in the sauce on what they want out of a relationship. And, what a, like I said, what a relationship is supposed to look like. They kind of put more emphasis on how they feel at a, a given moment as opposed to the overarching like goal like for example like you said like you get bored like 
I'm not, not, not like call you out, but like, it's like, <laughs> I've heard that like a lot, like when like people get in relationships and they kind of like, they reach that level where it's kind of like, it's not as exciting as it used to be in the beginning. And it's like, it's not, it's not supposed to be super like duper mm-hmm. filled with the excitement. Of course, like you got to keep that spark, but like our relationships is, is ups and downs. Just like, that's just, that's just how life is. It's going to go up and down. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be boring, but it's like you have to kind of be devoted to that person if that's the person you chose. And, like, I don't know. It's I just feel like nowadays it just kind of gets it gets weird. Like, people, like people have weird expectations of how they want things to go, and when they don't go exactly how they want them to go immediately, then they, like, abandon the ship. And, like, they just want to, like... I don't know. Like, I feel like a lot of people, a lot, I don't know. A lot of people in this generation really are still very much kind of in their ex- expectations of other people, kind of childish, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm, heavy. Oh, heavy. my God. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. so, like, it was a, I think I was working a job over the summer, and it was just a, it was a lady and their miss, I forget her name. She gonna kill me if she hear this. The African. <laughs> but she was kind of saying, like, when she's dating men, like, she kind of sees that, like, you know, after so long, so many, like, men that she's been dating and talking to, she kind of recognizes that a lot of men, even in, like, their 50s, are still, like, very much, like, five years old, mm-hmm. like, emotionally. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's a lot of reasons for that. Like, I mean, we can blame society and just how men are conditioned to be, but... Like, I guess I see that in the same light when I kind of deal with a lot of women. Like, a lot of men are looking for a a mom. A lot of women are looking for a dad. Mm -hmm. And they don't even recognize it because it's just, like, kind of so, like, reinforced so heavy through, like, social media. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it just gets real wishy-washy. You said something. I forgot what you said. I thought about it when you said it. I feel like in college we how can i word this into where it doesn't sound wrong not wrong but like weird okay i feel like in college of course we don't come to college saying hey i'm going to find my college sweetheart i'm going to get married we don't do that and this is coming from like a really lovely dovey freaking person sadly unfortunately i feel like (laughs) oh i feel like of course, of course, we don't come to college to say, hey, I want a relationship. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we have these expe- expectations of we're grown. So I don't expect you to be childish. But then whenever, because we're in college and you want to live this college dream of going to parties, talking to other girls, doing all this, having your fun, having your free time. And of course, as you should. I feel like we expect the person that we get into the relationship with to not settle down per se to be like, you can't do this, but we expect the person to be loyal to a standpoint of, I put my trust in you, you put your trust in me, we're going to be adults in this, we're not going to be childish, we're going to be in college, this, that, and the third. You do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I think what you're kind of saying is kind of like, 
basically if you if you talking to me if we like if we doing this together it's me and you like, yeah ha- have your fun enjoy your like i'm not saying like oh be all up in my face 24 7 yes. but like don't be out here like making being me look stupid, stupid. Yeah, yeah being stupid making me being look stupid, stupid. yeah because <laughs> like i was talking to my mom and mommy i love you so much if you hear this like i'm not calling you out whatever this is my bestie but my pat my previous relationship whenever i told her about him the first thing, <laughs> oh, I love you so much if you hear this. The first thing my mom said to me was, why? And I was like, <laughs> I'm so serious. The first thing she said to me was, why? And I was like, what do you mean, like, why? And she was like, why do you want a relationship with him? And I was like, because he's sweet and he's kind and this and that and third. And she's like, you're in college. She's like, you're going to meet all these wonderful guys. and You're going to meet all these other wonderful people. Don't settle down with one person. And before I'm going to put a disclaimer on this, my mom was not telling me to be a hoe. <laughs> I got to put that disclaimer because she said that. She was like, I don't mean like be a hoe, have sex with all these people. She was just like, you're going to meet other people. And if you talk and date this one person, it's going to block you from seeing, one, how men really are. But it's going to make you oblivious to that there are better kinds of love than what he can give to you i learned but at the same time it was just like a i now was that march seven months now seven months damn oh now i see not quote unquote how men really are no like hold on let me fix this before i get attacked (laughs) jesus christ because i will get attacked on this podcast because oh pause hold on Okay. Okay. Let me say this. So I'm gonna Go ahead. We, like you're not gonna you ain't you gonna learn me in this podcast. <laughs> so you're gonna learn today. Yeah. Oh, you. Like <laughs> you're gonna learn me right now. So ended my relationship in what, February? Yeah, ended my relationship in February. I in a month I saw how men really were. <laughs> With men, I realize, and correct me if I'm wrong, because mm-hmm. I know all guys have different perspectives. A lot of men are really just like, hey, come chill at my place. We can watch a movie, have pizza, instead of, hey, let's go to the bookstore, or let's go get coffee, or let's go grocery shopping, or maybe that's just me. Okay. No, that's, that's, that's realistic and reasonable. Um, I can't speak for all men. Like, of course, I can speak for myself. Um. Most of, like, my friends and stuff like that, like, they had girlfriends and are in relationships currently. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they like doing stuff like that, where it's mm-hmm. kind of like, go out, let's, let's go do, like, X, Y, and Z. And I'm like that. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be like, yeah, let's come, come to my crib, Netflix and chill and do, like, that's, that's boring at this point. It's kind of like, I'm more of the type to where, let's go on some, like, adventurous shit. Like, I'm... Like, let's go on an adventure, you my sidekick, let's go, let's get, like, that ass, <laughs> like, like, come on, you coming with me, like, that type shit. But not all girls are that way, like, how you are, where it's kind of, like, I've noticed in, like, my experience, some, like, some girls are chill like that, where they just kind of, like, doing, like, cool, fun stuff, like, let's go to the bookstore, let's hang out. Mm-hmm. A lot of girls just want you to spend money on them, and, like, they don't even, like, they get so fixated on, like, 
the external as opposed to like the actual spending the time, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. I I I like don't like mention no names. Just for example, like I it was talking to a girl this summer mm-hmm. and she was cool. Like I thought she was cool. Like she she came up to me, like I was like, Okay, girl, approach me, I'm cooler. Um and she was real cool. And then like as I got to know her, like I was able to like open up, be vulnerable with her. And like I was going on dates, like um like girls before that I wasn't going on dates with like we would just come over hang out stuff like that mm-hmm. but this girl i was putting like real effort towards and like going on dates mm-hmm. spending the money like okay i think i've asked her like let's go hiking like on some real like adventurous like Interesting. that's what i'm saying like plan like a planned date yeah. like let's go hiking fuck around go to the smoky like, that's so sweet. i'm saying sweet. <laughs> i'm saying she fumbled i don't know how she did it she fumbled she fumbled i was doing oh, you're like joking bro she was like uh, at this point, it don't matter. She if she listens to it, like I'm, I'm not like you. I, I just say, <laughs> I just said she in her head, like she was dealing with some other dude. Like okay. she, I think it was her ex, okay. but the nigga wasn't even really her ex. Like he, I think he was just like some, what it was. It was it's just so goofy. He was like, cause I do, I do my research. Like I, I, ain't, I, I, I'm messy. I do my research. Like I, 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 I'm not finna <laughs> like, I'm not finna like snoop and go through everything. But like, yeah. if I peep some shit, I'm not, I'm not green. I'm not, okay. I'm not a dumbass. Like, <laughs> like she would be posting. T- like <laughs> no, that I, she was, she was posting TikToks about like how some nigga was doing her the worst way. Like as like we were talking at the same time, and I'm like these TikToks. Definitely can't be about me. Yeah. And so, like, as I started to, like, dig, she was, like, tripping over some, like, some, like, TikTok fashion nigga that's, like, up in New York. Yeah. But then would be, all like, up in my face. And I was just, like, hmm, that's interesting. And I just kept that in the back of my head. And then, like, apparently, like, bro was, like, icing her out, like, taking her all these nice fancy dates, but just was, like, an ain't shit ass nigga. So, in her mind, she was, like, oh, I want, she was so fixated on the money mm-hmm. as opposed to realizing, hey, I'm doing everything mm-hmm. that I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. And it's like, stuff like that ruins it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Where it's kind of like you doing, like, everything right from your perspective, mm-hmm. but then, like, it's not being appreciated or even mm-hmm. considered. And then it's kind of like, that's, like, kind of what turns dudes into, like, the, the wannabe future-ass nigga where he's just, like, fuck these bitches, fuck these hoes. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just finna dog and do whatever. But, like, I don't know. It's It gets it gets weird. Like, I don't, I don't even know where we started with it, but, like. <laughs> no, I <laughs> Because, okay, so I've always had this question. Mm-hmm. So it's not that you're here. <laughs> See, I love guys for saying this because my little girl mind. Oh. <laughs> the way I would think I'm thinking I'm wrong. Okay. So. You said she be snoozing and stuff. So, like, is that... So, okay, me. I'm a detective. <laughs> like, when I say a detective, my friends text me and be like, Kai, can you find this out? Oh, okay. Yeah, I can find anything out. <laughs> like, I can go to, like... I can find anything. Like, don't play me. Oh, we. <laughs> and it's very scary. Mm. Um, But, like... Do guys do that? Like, do, like... Because you said you snoop, so, like... I do guys can do guys do that? Nah, not like ridiculous, but kind of like if you peep something, like you kind of gotta be like weary to it. Like you can't, like I'm not saying like oh I be fucking FBI like typing on the computer just stalking, <laughs> but like you kind of have to like notice and pick up on certain stuff like before you even like do research or do I guess do like the detective stuff mm-hmm. like 
with that one, like, I was noticing, like, I think I just would, like, I think when I put my number in her phone, it was, like, hella missed calls, like, one-way calls to some other dude. Oh, and so I, you noticed, though. Yeah, like, I, I just I just pay attention and just keep it in the back of my head and then just, like, <laughs> and just watch. Like, I don't even I don't even do, like, the, like. The Instagram. No, nah, like not even. I don't even. I just, I just, like, listen, pay attention, and just watch. Oh, that's scary. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, like, I don't, <laughs> like. You know how, like, on TikTok, like, if somebody reposts something, you see it in your feed? Yeah. Like, folks just be telling on themselves. You just got to watch what they repost. Like, you ain't got to, like, <laughs> you don't have to do nothing from your end. You just got to kind of just live your life and just observe. You right, because that's how I... Co- <laughs> <laughs> really, uh, folks be getting, folks, folks be messy and, like, they be thinking they, I guess, slicker than they really are. Mm-hmm. But they not. Mm-hmm. They not. Mm. I'm going to keep that right there. Um... <laughs> That's crazy, cause I've always like thought about it, cause like I have my guy friends back home, like they're like my brothers, my OGs, like mm-hmm. they keep it one hundred with me, like during any point in my life, and like they tell me like I don't know, yeah, anyways, <laughs> like they like keep it a book with me, like they're just like kind of like yeah, this is it, and that third, third yeah, like red flag. <laughs> <laughs> Funny thing about my guy friends, like they're not like lovey dovey, like Kyla, I love you, da da da. But, like, though, again, they write kidney for me. So, like, before, like, in my past, before I got into that relationship, they immediately told me that was, like, Kyla, no. Like, mm-hmm. don't talk to him. Like, like one of my – I'm kidding. One of my friends, like, called him a bum. He was, like, Kyla, <laughs> I'm so dead serious. R.I.P., like, bro. I feel so bad for whatever you're talking about. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> One of my friends called him a bum because it was like kind of like he's not good for you, like he can't do anything for you. And I was just like, no, like he's like super sweet, like he can do this, that, and the third. And I was like, okay, you gonna see. Um, they also told me that he was gonna cheat on me. Well, ding, 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 <laughs> they called it, and I was like, wow. And then whenever I told him, I was like, I told you, and I was like, hmm. But is that like a man thing, like where you can like. Like, say, like, one of your girlfriends, like, gets into a relationship, like, oh, yeah. you examine a guy. Can you, like, tell up front, like, who he is? It kind of depends. Like, I'm, I like to play devil's advocate. Like, mm-hmm. I know I got a homegirl. Like, she was telling me about, like, some dude that she was dealing with. And, like, I was, I was, like, on bro's side. Like, sometimes, like, I'll be, like, girl, don't, don't fuck with this dude or, like, don't mess with such and such and such, such. But sometimes I'll be, like, nah, you bugging. Like, I'm the type of friend where, like, I'll be, like, honest with you mm-hmm. about a situation. Because, like, a lot of times people, like, will come to you expecting you just to be on their side and just confirm what mm-hmm. you already want them to say. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think, like, the markings of, like, a good friend is, like, somebody that's just going to, like, keep it 100 with you objectively. Yeah. So, like, if it's a good dude, I'll be, like, you fucked up. If, you if like, if you, if, like, if my girlfriend is tripping, mm-hmm. I'll be, like, Girl, you fucking up. Like, mm-hmm. that's a good nigga. Chill out. You're bugging. Mm-hmm. But if she's tripping, I'll, or if he's tripping, I'll be like, nah, don't don't fuck with that. That's a red flag. Like, mm-hmm. move on to the next. Okay. So, so red flags. <laughs> <laughs> Get in a guy's perspective. It's so funny. <laughs> um, do you think... Mm, how do I want to word this? Do you think when you see, a fr- like, one red flag, you should just, like, dip? Or do you think, like, just like go along with it, see how it goes, it improves. Blah, blah, blah. I used to be that way where I would be like, I think it's a red flag, but I'm not sure yet. Mm-hmm. But then I'll be now I'm kind of like, if you see something 
that you don't like, you know, you kind of got to nip either address it up front or just like leave the person alone. Cause like I've I've been like in that space where I'm like, like say for example the girl we just come to like I peeped what I peeped a minute ago but I was like giving her the benefit of a doubt then it turned out being what I thought and it's kind of like I could have just nipped it in the bud and just left that girl alone mm -hmm. but because like I went along with it for so long it was just kind of like it was a I won't say a worse situation but it was deeper than it should have been if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's scary to address it almost. Yeah, because you feel like <laughs> if you peep something, you feel like you like knowing something you shouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's no, like, oh, how you know this? And I'm just like, well. Well, do you really want to know? Do you really want to know? Because <laughs> then it comes to the, and I'm going to keep this real internal. It comes to the thing of like, I feel like that's in gaslighting. And manipulation comes into play, oh, yeah. and that's very uh, like girls are pros at that. I'm sorry, no shade, <laughs> no shades towards y'all, but y'all the lies that some girls be concocting be devious. Awkward, awkward silence. No awkward, yeah, <laughs> awkward silence. Because hold on, I'm gonna take it from my girlies one second. It's not the lies and crap, cause my friends know. Like, mm. okay, I'm a very good person. Before I say this. <laughs> It is not the lies and everything that we'd be like con con concocting in our head of like mm -hmm. give to you or whatever. But <laughs> I'm trying to not make myself sound like a bad person. Because <laughs> I'm not a bad person. If you, I, hmm, I'm trying not to target people. <laughs> Okay, cool. So, last homie, gaslighting manipulator, found out real quick, right? Mm -hmm. So, I did it too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's nothing wrong with getting your lip back, but. <laughs> you said girls are pros at it. Explain. Because I can tell you from a girl who. I don't manipulate or gaslight people. I don't. Mm -hmm. But I will. Hold receipts, and, and then play the game too. and then bring it if like I need to. Not even just like stuff that I've been through, but just stuff that I've seen like with my homies or people that I just know. Mm -hmm. Girls will be doing some fucked up shit, mm -hmm. lie about it, like make it the man's fault, gaslight him, and then he apologizes for it, mm -hmm. even though she was like very clearly the problem, mm -hmm. and then like. The man will just, like, he will live his life thinking he was, like, the problem, the issue. Mm -hmm. But it was really just, like, the girl was doing some fuck shit the whole time and just couldn't keep it a band. But wow. then, like, like so I guess, like, the accountability part. Like, they'll do wow. some, like, girls will do some fucked up shit, won't take accountability for it, mm -hmm. but then find a way to kind of flip it on the dude. And then not only that, but then, like, they'll, I don't know, like... I don't know. Like, it's... it's no, nah, I get it. <laughs> I don't do that. Yeah. Let me just say that. I don't do that. Like, I hold myself accountable. I don't yeah. care. I can say I cussed you out and I cussed you out. Anyways. Yeah. Um, I'm stuck. Like, particularly, like, with how, like, I guess to speak to, like, I guess personal experience now, like, it was a girl that I was dealing with where, like, when I was that open, like, just pure, like, genuine person, mm -hmm. it wasn't kind of reciprocated. It was almost like, uh, like, why are you doing too much? Like, whatever. 
And then, like, when I started to, like, stop giving a fuck, stop caring, then it was kind of like, oh, why aren't you doing this? And why aren't you doing that? And it's like, well, when I was doing that, it was like, like you ain't like that shit. Now I'm not yeah. doing it. It's a problem. Yeah. And it's like, who, like how, how I'm supposed to be, I don't know. It's like, it's it's it gets very weird, like, from a guy's perspective, trying to figure out, like, what a, a woman kind of wants sometimes. Like, not, not all the times, but, like, sometimes it's just it gets really tricky and very difficult i don't know that's that's fair because um i will say like i was never like that but i will say that it's like a true thing of if a guy is like showing emotions and then like the girl's not and then he stops and then she's like oh like why aren't you doing this or like why aren't you being sweet now which is totally fair I also think hmm, first impressions ish is a real thing that when you meet people. Mm-hmm. But then I also think of as you go throughout, it also matters because, like, I'm going to give an example in my life, and then this is everyone also coming into my life again. <laughs> oh, God. Met this person. This is the person I had met in what, March? And we were talking, and, like, he would send me, like, these sweet messages, just like, I hope you, like, have a good day. Like, I'll talk to you. He would send me messages, like, I hope you have a good day. Like, I, like, I'm, like, he would send me messages, like, I'm busy. Like, I can't talk to you right now. I'm busy. But whenever I'm not busy, Mm -hmm. I'll talk, I'll text you. And I'll be like, okay, like, whatever. Like, you told me you were busy. I'm just like, okay, green flag. Like, he told me, like, he was busy. This and that and third. And then one night at 3 in the morning, me and my friends were, like, having a game night with him and his crew and <laughs> and he said this one thing to me <laughs> no because I know you don't remember it he said this one thing to me and it's like it still sits with me which is very weird so then it like makes me think of like my first impressions on people mm-hmm. he said this thing to me of where it was like you look like a person who just likes to have fun with people and then dip and I thought, I was like, do I really, like, give off that vibe? Yeah. And I was like, ain't no way. Like, I look like a, in my eyes, when I look in the mirror, I look a genuine person who, like, likes genuine people. And they, like, sat with me. And my friends took up for me. They was like, no, Kai's not like that. Like, she actually, like, likes genuine relationships. And I was just like, hmm. So then I was like, is that him projecting projecting onto yeah. me of who he is? Turns out he is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was. No, nah, people people do that a whole bunch. Like that's when I was talking about like um because we all human. Like I'm I'm a psych major, so this this is what I do. Like this is what I'm finna go into for a living. Like people project twenty four seven. Like good things, bad things. Like you can see the good in somebody even if it's not there, or you can like see the bad in yourself that you're projecting onto mm-hmm. that person. Like, people do that 24-7, and, like, it's been a couple times where, like, people, I don't, like, I won't say something exactly like that, but, like, well, somebody will say their perception of me, mm-hmm. but it's really just, like, a projection of their own, like, either their fears, their worries, or, like, their insecurities, mm-hmm. and, like, it's kind of, it's, it's difficult, like, to deal with that, because it's kind of, like, you kind of got to 
you kind of got to look yourself in the mirror and be like, is that who I am? Like, I I definitely understand that. Like, I've dealt with that a a bunch where it's kind of like I feel like I'm perceived as somebody that I'm not. Mm -hmm. And then it's kind of like I feel like I have to work to kind of change that perception of who I am. Mm -hmm. But then other times I'll be like, fuck it. Like, I don't don't owe nobody nothing. I'm just going to be me. And whatever whatever people get from me is whatever they get. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's it's weird like i guess it's kind of like in psych they call it kind of like i don't know what the the term for it is but it's kind of like it's a i guess if you was like to draw on like a piece of paper there's like a everybody has like some kind of distortion on who they really are and who like they think they are yeah and it it gets tricky because it's kind of like a weird like mind game that you have to play with yourself because it's kind of like not only am i being perceived but as something I'm not, which is kind of already kind of shrewd, but the person I think I am is already shrewd just inherently because I can't mm-hmm. see myself 100 percent of the time. So it's like, I guess from like if it's like a video game from like the player's perspective, you just kind of gotta be you and just mm-hmm. whoever is meant for you is meant for you, and just try to be the best that you can, and not like hyperfixate or worry about like what people perceive you to be. Yeah. insightful like okay um i feel i feel i feel (laughs) i said it a lot like drink every time i say i feel um and and i see this a lot and i've i've witnessed it a lot then i've also not experienced it but like it has come into my life a lot to where people show me one persona of them because they believe Okyla is this like sweet is he in Kyle's like this like this Kyle's this person who does all these things, has his personality trait, this and that and the third. Like they play a game to like Yeah, so then like, like they try to match it. And then <laughs> Chameleons. Yeah. yeah. So then you go through, go through, go through and you see the real side of them and it's just like, oh, yeah. Like, what is it? Like, who is this? Yeah. And I feel like that's not only in relationships, but in college as well, like, with friends. Like, just like, oh, you find a group of people, and, like, to begin, like, your first year of college, I'm always say this. Oh, that your, first friend group? That first friend group in yeah, college? Yeah. No, it does not work. <laughs> it's a canon event. Literally. Like, <laughs> I can say my group of friends now, like, I literally love them the most, and it's, like, four of us. Mm-hmm. Like, it's literally four of us. Yeah. And I think big friend groups in college are toxic. I'm just going to say it. Like, no, they are. I think they're toxic because you're not all friends. Be so serious. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You're right, though. Like, <laughs> you're right, though. I've I've had that experience, like, especially, like, the, the first friend group that you meet at college. Like, it's like you get that free trial fairy tale. Mm-hmm. And it's fun as hell while, it's, like, while it's happening. Man. And, like, you miss it so much. But yeah. then it's like you realize, like, damn, like. They weren't for me. They weren't for you, and then it's kind of like, it, it gets weird because it kind of like almost like taints the memories that you had because it's like, damn, like, the fuck was it? Mm-hmm. Did I miss something? No, like, where was I? Did I miss something? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Because, like, my room, jeez, my roommates, I know they don't listen to this. They hate me. Anyways, <laughs> my roommates, like, in the beginning, it was like, oh, my gosh, they're so sweet. Mm-hmm. And in the end, it's like, oh, they're racist. And now we're <laughs> arguing over a plastic spoon, which was very funny. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> that was a very funny joke. My r- yeah, roommates, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Old roommates. Yeah, my old roommates. Sorry. When I talk about my roommates, I always jinx it. Like, my first year roommates, I was like, I love them so much. And then they turned to a piece of shit. My roommates, last year, my roommates now, I literally, they're the sweetest people in the world. Mm-hmm. And we have a projector in our living room, which is so cute and funky. Anyways. Um, <laughs> I just had to say that. Um, oh, my God. There's, I just, there's a lot of stuff. Because there's a lot of stuff I want to talk about. Because, like, getting, like, not just because you're a man. Mm-hmm. But, like, getting, like, a different perspective other than, like, my friends. Because, like, I know how we all think. Or, like, people that, like, I'm super close to because I know they're all think. But, like, a person that, like, we don't come in contact every day. Mm-hmm. But, like, if we see each other, like, we'll say, hey, nod here or whatever. Like, but, like, seeing, like, your perspective and, like, how your mm-hmm. mind works is very interesting. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Like, it's very interesting. And I don't mean, like, not say, like, in a weird way, but it's, like, I always had this thing. And it was, you know the movie Inside Out? Mm-hmm. And there's a part in the movie where it's, like, have you ever wondered what is going on inside someone else's head? Mm-hmm. And whenever I like, I like walk this campus or whatever, I'm like, what is going on inside their head? <laughs> or like, they're just walking, they're listening to their music. They just look like the like, they came from the boonies, <laughs> and they're listening, <laughs> and they're listening to like Megan Trainer or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I want someone on this campus to do one of those part those. Those videos, I'm gonna ask because I can make that happen. I think Laura Lee's finna do that. Really? Yeah, what are you listening to? Podcast? The thing? It's something like that. I was talking yeah. to her. She was saying something like that. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Because, like, what are you listening to? Like, <laughs> that would be so cool. Yeah. People won't be shocked about what I listen to because it's very evident, <laughs> which is very sad. Anyways. Okay, wait, now I wanna, what music do you think I listen to? I say, like, R&B. What kind? It's okay. I take all judgment. I can see Summer Walker. <laughs> <laughs> Summer, yeah, no, that makes sense. Summer Walker. Um, Summer's my girl. Yeah. A&T, they got a good one. You had mentioned, um, whenever I had asked you, like, what did you want to talk about? You had said something about, like, relationship dyma- dynamics. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Go in detail what you meant, because in my head, whenever you say relationship dynamics, I mean, like, people, but also highs and lows of relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean by that? Like, so, in order to make, like, a relationship work, it's always going to have to become, like, some sense of, like, polarity. Mm-hmm. So, like, as a man, like, and not even just, I guess, sex and gender really doesn't have anything to do with it, really. But, like, the dynamic of just having, like, masculine versus feminine mm-hmm. in a relationship, like... In order to, I've noticed in order to kind of make it work, the man and the woman have to kind of play both roles at different times, mm-hmm. like for different things. And it's kind of like learning each other's like strengths and weaknesses, and what some part one one person is good with and what one person struggles with, yeah. and kind of making sure that y'all work together as a compatible pair. Like so, I guess like for example, like masculine energy is just kind of like being like solid, steadfast, and like kind of stoic, almost kind of like unmovable, like a rock. And feminine kind of just being more, f- like, free-flowing and, like, mm-hmm. I guess, like, water, if that, in a sense. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, like, each individual individual person, not even just in a relationship, kind of has those components to themselves. And in a relationship, you kind of have to, I guess, maneuver 
throughout each one of those versions of yourself Mm -hmm. in order to kind of make it work like say for example like a a man you i guess you're supposed to be strong all not necessarily all the time but you're supposed to show some kind of strength like you the provider you the protector of the house like Mm -hmm. but at the same time there's times where you're a human you have to be weak and be in touch with your feminine side yeah but like at the same time not like in the same sense that you like lose all sense of your manhood mm-hmm. and then i guess on the the polar opposite side like as a woman like there's times when like women are supposed to be caring and nurturing and you know all these i guess traditional i guess female traits but then at the same time you're not supposed to let somebody just fuck you over either yeah. so it's kind of like you with relationships and just life in general like you're supposed to have that that push and pull and i guess that's that's kind of what i meant like with the the role i, I would say like the roles but i guess like the the different i forget what you said like the the dynamics yeah. i guess that's true because like gender roles exist mm-hmm. like you see the man being like the masculine da 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 then you see the woman being like mother figure that just nurturing caring person and then like you said like it comes to a point where you have to let that guard down and i feel like what a lot of men don't understand <laughs> that sounds so bad but what i feel like a lot of men don't understand is that they can be into their feminine feminine nature i guess mm-hmm. you could say and women actually enjoy that because from like at least my perspective, I can only speak for me. I don't always want to see like a man just being like, ugh, like, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, like, <laughs> like all angry and, and just yeah. like mad. Cause like, I get what you're saying. Like a lot of people, like it's just people in general, like are just got their shit that they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And so like, a lot of men that are just all angry all the time, are really like just the most hurt, mm-hmm. and they're just acting out of pure aggression just to compensate for that hurt that they felt either internally at the moment or something that they felt in the past. Mm -hmm. And they just just still haven't recognized that you don't have to be all angry and hard all the time, but, like, you still, you don't got to be jagged edges. You can smoothen out some. That makes sense. I feel like, and I don't know if I'm just being mean on this part. (laughs) Not mean, but, like, projecting myself. I feel like there's a time for a man to be like, not a man, but like a man, and for him to bring out his feminine nature. And I don't know if like this is like equal to each other, but like when it comes to like taking up for like your girl or whatever, and like your friends are talking about her or whatever, then you just like let it happen. And then you go back and tell your girl, like, oh yeah, my friend said this. And then the girl's like, okay, then what did you say? Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, I just. They're like, they just laughed about it. I was like, why? Why didn't like you take up for me in that setting of where I'm not when you're supposed to be my partner and I'm supposed to trust you and not say like take up for my name in every setting whenever someone My fault. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not take up for not take up for like your partner's name in every setting or whatever. But like if that's your partner and someone's like talking Oh man. This is also talking. God damn. <sighs> Turn to a therapy session. <laughs> no, I gotta talk to my therapist this weekend. Anyways, um 
Like, for example. Yeah, I'm going to go an example. Um, I, like, past people have told me, like, their friends have talked about me in, like, a very, which that person and that person are no longer friends, but, like, in a very negative way. Mm-hmm. And it was, yeah. Um, so it was, like, in the beginning. And I, like, it hurt me what was said about me. And it was just like, okay, what did you say? And he was just like, nah, like, I genuinely, like, feel her and this and that and the third. And that's what he said to his friends. And I'm just like, that's not that's all. But, like, that's who you surround yourself with. Yeah. Because I feel like within friendships and the people that you surround yourself with, men surround themselves with women, women surround themselves with men, whatever, whatever the case may be, who you, to me, who you surround yourself with is who you are. Yeah. Like, if you surround yourself with people who don't take relationships seriously, just want to have fun, want to talk to multiple people, want to party, want to do this, want to do that, want to do this. Not saying that's who you are as a person, but, like, you are the company that you keep, Mm -hmm. respectfully. And I feel like it should be really observed, the company that a person keeps, and if you see that company, you're like, oh, this is who this person is. And then you s- it starts to reveal itself. Mm-hmm. It's just like, dang, like, how did you not see this before? Which is very weird. And I feel like when a person does not take up for their partner in any setting, whether the partner's there, whether the partner's not, it really shows who that person is. Mm-hmm. And not in a bad way, but it shows just like, oh, you didn't take up for me, and now this and this. I know what you mean, though. Like, kind of, I guess I can only speak from, like, a guy's perspective. Like, when I'm dealing with girls, like, girls don't oftentimes, like, I guess just from my perspective, they don't always tell their friends, like, the positives that, like, the man is doing like they only kind of vent when like something is pissing them off or frustrating them so like <laughs> they only their like perspective of like the partner or like who the person is is like base basically like purely negative mm-hmm. and it's kind of like i noticed like it was a it was a girl i was dealing with where like she would only vent to her friends about the negative stuff that i was doing but wouldn't provide the proper context around, like, I guess, the entire situation. So she would only tell them the negative things but wouldn't tell them the positives or whatever, and then it just gets to the point where it's like all the people are hearing is like, oh, ex, uh, such and such is this, 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 and this, mm-hmm. but they're not hearing he's also this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know how college, you're like, everybody – chit chat and talk and then it's like by the time you know it like you in a like because relationships are nuanced like nobody's ever like a perfect person on either side so it's like it starts off as like oh you just having relationship issues with one person but then now everybody thinking you a ain't shit person ain't shit nigga ain't shit this mm-hmm. and then it's like i don't know it just it kind of ruins it because it's like it's hard to kind of change somebody's perspective of you when 
like just in like I guess if it's like somebody new, like if it's remove yourself and then like go try to talk to somebody new, they're hearing, oh well, I heard from such and such, and they said he's this, mm-hmm. or they said she's like this, and it's like such and such is me, bro. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm right here. Like I, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah. And it's like if you have a, I guess a preconceived notion, or like if you're talking about me outside of when I'm around, like I would like to have some kind of input on mm-hmm. whatever narrative is kind of going on around yeah. surrounding me. Like, at least at this university, because where we go here, people talk and people know more people than you think they do. That was scary. It's Cross- scary. Crossover episodes every single day. I'm like, oh, fuck. oh, you know them. Because <laughs> I swear, and I was telling um, Micah this, I, I, cause I'm in like a, I'm in a student organization, right? Mm-hmm. And I saw this person, right? And I'm like, cause okay, so I saw this person. I'm like, cause they know a lot of people, and I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. Like they know a lot of people, but they don't know this person. So then, the person that like I'm thinking, like, oh, like he's attractive, little, little, little. He comes. They dap each other up, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you know him. Yeah. And I'm like, dang. Well, yeah, I know that feeling. Like, you feel like you trapped almost. No, because. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people, one of the things I always talk to my, like, my homies about, or, like, when I'm ever, like, talking about, like, people in general, is, like, people aren't always honest about situations, just mm-hmm. in general. Like, they always, like, it's, like, one person's side, one person's side, then the truth is somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. So, like. Usually, like, when you have a bad engagement with somebody, they're not going to sit, have the interpersonal, like, I guess the thought process to be like, oh, maybe it wasn't this or maybe it's, like, they don't they don't really think too much on the situation. They just kind of think about how they made them, it made them feel. Mm-hmm. Then they get the shit talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's kind of like you apply that to however many interactions you have on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And then you see how small the world is. People would think you the goddamn the antichrist, and you just like, hey, bro, like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> <Amen>. man, <laughs> like, <laughs> you just waving, and it's just like, uh, fuck him, yeah, like, okay, oh. shit, all right, my fault. <laughs> oh my god, it's, it's very scary, like being in contact with a person who is very known. I was telling my friends this the other day, and I was praying to God about this the other day, and I was just like. In my next partner, I don't want them to be known. And like, it sounds weird in the case of like, you don't want people to, like people to know them. Like, you don't want them to have friends. No, I want them to have friends. But like, if homie over here, homie over here, shawty over here, know you. Yeah, you don't want no connections. I don't want no connections. Yeah, and that's that's real because it's kind of like, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> it's just like, oh, you know them, but I didn't know you knew them. You know them, and I know them. Yeah. Hey, meet so and so. It's like, oh yeah, we've met. Cause what do you mean? Yeah. How you know me? How you know me? Cause I swear, at one point, I've heard my name in someone's mouth, and it's just like, we don't talk to each other. Like, how do you Literally, know me? Yeah, it, it's it gets insanely scary. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've even noticed, kind of like, not even just with me, but like when I interact with somebody, 
and like they start talking about somebody and they don't even know the person like personally like mm -hmm. they really don't have any kind of interactions with the person but they know all of their business mm -hmm. or at least they think they do mm -hmm. that's what's scary because it's kind of like okay this is how you talking about such and such i know such and such i know you and such and such have never interacted mm -hmm. how the fuck are you speaking about me yeah how the fuck do people talk about me when mm -hmm. i'm not in the room and it's like people like you said people got something they name your, your name in their mouth and you've never interacted that's what gets weird. weird it gets really weird especially like when you start like doing something or doing well for yourself because it's like that's the crazy thing yeah. it's like when you're finally starting doing good that's when people go like da, 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 just like whoa i yeah. was just doing good like right. what's going on it's like <laughs> people start attacking it's like crabs in a barrel almost yeah like you you start to do something and then like it moves somebody a certain way mm -hmm. and then like it's i guess how the saying goes like if any one crab can make it out of the barrel but then somebody grab at their ankle and pull them back down mm -hmm. with everybody else that's real like a motherfucker like oh. you'll be you'll be doing good and then like you said just everybody and their mama got something to say about you mm -hmm. everybody and your mama got something to say about what you're doing and it's just like you try to figure out how to exist. Mm -hmm. And I will honestly say in college, like, trying to be happy. <laughs> that's <laughs> depressing as hell. You, that's <laughs> <real though. laughs> trying to be happy. And, and that's just like, that's a statement. Trying to be happy. Trying to be happy within itself is very hard. Because not saying, like, happy as, like, in your emotions. Because, like, you're happy, you're sad, you're depressed, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. But trying to be happy in your emotions is like, hey, I'm doing good. And then you got homie over here saying like, hey, I heard this. Or you got this, like, professor being like, zero. Or like, <laughs> you have all these things coming at you. And it's just like, because I'm religious, I'm a Christian. And it's like, it's all these things coming at you. It's just like, God, like, I was doing good. Like, what happened? Because... Literally yesterday, and I swear to you, I posted on Twitter. I was like, I am finally at peace with myself, and I'm finally doing good. <laughs> Six hours later, bullcrap. And I said, you're joking. Like, bullcrap comes, and I'm just like, yo, I was just doing good. And it's honestly like a thing of just like, did I bring this on to myself? Like, I boasted about my happiness. Once I start boasting, it's just like... God said, watch this. <laughs> God said, watch this. I'm going to give this to you. And that was. And, like, whenever I prayed, every single one of my prayers, because <laughs> I prayed about this last night, I literally said, God, I know you said that you give your greatest battles to your strongest warriors. I don't want them no more. I am not the strongest soldier. <laughs> And then also in my prayer, I'm like, I know you said that you will not pour more on me than what I can bear, but I'm on the ground. <laughs> and I can't do it anymore. So like, let's lighten this load. Yeah. And then like power is like power is in your tongue at all points. And that's I'm a firm believer in that. And like I've just been on this journey of like having to listen to God and what he tells me because like I ask God for so many things especially like taking people out of my life who are not for me especially like now in my 20s <laughs> I'm only 20 <laughs> in my 20s like even being young 
I always ask God, I'm like, hey, take these people out of my life warrant for me. God does it. And I'm like, wait a minute. No, actually, bring it back. And it's just like, God's like, well, you want me to. So like, let it off. And I feel like with happiness, we, cre- we create our own happiness, but we also destroy our own happiness and don't realize that we destroy it because we're self-destructive to ourselves and then we blame society. That was deep. Yeah. Thank you. Um, we blame society for what we do to ourselves because it's like we don't want to take the accountability for it. And I'm a victim of this. Victim? No. I'm a person of this. We don't want to take accountability for what we do to ourselves, so then we blame others for it. Or society just in general, just like, hey, this happened, so now this is happening. But this happened because I did this. Mm-hmm. And now this is happening. And I feel like, at least in college, as we're like young adults, we have to realize that, like, we have to realize, like, hey, I did this, cause and effect. I did this. I went here, I texted this, I called this, and this, and this, and this. And now, this is happening, and I'm, accountability for my own actions. I always tell my friends that in this, in our little group chat. I'm like, oh, look at the cause, accountability of our actions, you know? And it's like, it's funny in the moment, but then it's just like, dang, this actually happened. I was say, the consequences, the consequences of, my actions? of my actions. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. And sometimes it's just like, it's very hard to it's very hard to avoid things because you can't you can't keep running from your problems mm-hmm. in the sense of you run from your problem you think it's going to get better on its own if you don't fix it it's like oh, okay it's better than all and then it gets worse yeah. and i realized that as i've grown up at least in college, because high school, I was all handy and dandy, no problem, no worries. Then in college, it's like, oh, the consequences to my actions, I'm facing it, but I don't want to. It's very hard. Adulthood is hard. Adulting is hard. Can yeah. I go back to not paying bills and not having to worry about people? <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back to, like, playing in my Easy Bake Oven with them nasty muffins, and <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Return to childhood is, that's been something that's kind of, like, what you said that has kind of been like heavy on my mind. Mm-hmm. Like when you a kid, like you really don't. Of course, like you don't have you don't got no responsibilities, nothing like that. But you just kind of like you freer mm-hmm. in a sense. Like you not really worried or calculating. Like not necessarily the consequences of your actions, but just kind of like you're just a hundred percent yourself, and you just in like explore mode, mm-hmm. and like that's when you your purest. And, like, I feel like not necessarily that you kind of got to be a kid forever, but try to, like, maintain, like, that almost, or just not maintain, but just kind of almost try to keep that childlike mannerism to yourself to where, like, you're not so, like, bogged down or, like, feeling like you can be an adult literally but a, a child at heart if that mm-hmm. makes sense where you're not always constantly stressed about life or whatever mm-hmm. where you're like even though on the outside this shit is not how i want it to be on the inside we we cooling mm-hmm. we handling our business it may not be what we like but like we gonna get there mm-hmm. 
that's something that I've been kind of like, I won't say focusing on, but just trying to like maintain in my mind. I want to just run a monkey bars across campus. <laughs> no, that's too much. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it's going to be a part two-ish. Mm-hmm. Part two and a half. Or three, I don't know. I like continuation episodes because mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot more to talk about. Mm-hmm. But I will say thank you mm-hmm. for giving all of your insights because <laughs> I learned a lot. Like, Because I feel like you don't really know like a different person's perspective until you actually hear it. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, crazy. Like, oh. I didn't know people thought like this. Um, so I will say thank you. And hopefully you'll be back. <laughs> Not if hopefully, but like. Hey, if you invite me, I'll come up. Yeah. I don't got no problem. So I will say thank you. Mm-hmm. I also don't know how I want to end these episodes. Cause it, oh, wait. What was it used to be before? Oh, my gosh. I used to end my episodes a certain way. I don't know. We're going to end this episode now. Um, I will say thank you once again. Um, thank you. He'll be back. Um, because, you know, we, where's, there's something else. Because we love different perspectives. And I feel like you really brought the, like, honesty to it. And, like, you didn't sugarcoat stuff, which is very nice to hear. Um, so, bye, guys. I'm going to end now. I don't like how I'm ending this, but I am going to end now. So, um, yeah.